Hello and uh, welcome back again to Live Theatre Podcast with me, uh, Hidayat, as uh, the host for today. And together I have uh, most Mulyadi. Hello, hello, hello. As well as Stephanie. And together we have a very special guest, a colleague of mine from my workplace. Her name is uh, Elizabeth Pang, but we can call her Ellie. Hello, Ellie. Hello. Hi, hello, everyone. Ellie. Hello. <laughs> All right. So today we'll be, we have a very interesting topic. A few weeks back, we uh, do heard or remember that most mentioned his dream is to become a lecturer after graduating. So yes. uh, Ali, uh, before that, maybe Ali, let to introduce yourself yeah. first. Like for example, uh, you know your 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 aspiration or your hobbies or whatnot. Before we move on to you know to the topic, the current topic for today. Okay, uh, my aspiration. Okay, actually, since young, I've always been quite lost uh, as a child, so I don't really have much aspiration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I don't know, I just want to like do the right thing, do good, and then you know, survive and live well. <laughs> mm, that, that's a good, that's a good wow. aspiration, actually. So, Ellie, so, yeah. so, what, what are you doing currently? Okay, um, I am currently. I am Hidayat's uh, colleague, so mm-hmm. we are all working in Niam Poly, mm-hmm. and uh, we are in this office called uh, Office of Service Learning, which is a rather new office started about three years ago. So um, our office objective is to roll out um, service lo- learning as a pedagogy for our students, yeah, so that they um, are able to apply what they learn in the classroom to uh, meet uh, community's need. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so okay. this is so, so what it, our office does. Yeah. Oh, so it's service in the sense of like community service. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so the academic element is actually very strong hmm. in this. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So so Hidayat works in dialogue in the dark, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they are also like uh our, one of our community partners uh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, you wanna um, you wanna shamelessly plug dialogue in the dark? Like what is it? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> shamelessly yes. plug. Oh yes, yes. Dialogue in the dark. Yeah, dialogue in the dark is actually a social enterprise started uh, in Germany, uh, by Doctors Andres Hanecker. And um, yeah, uh, I've been working there since twenty fourteen, and uh, since then, I've explored uh, out new and try out new things and gained a lot of experience as well. Yeah, um, what else? Uh, if, if once everything is safe, you can uh, do drop by to Dalong Dedang in Singapore as well and enjoy a life of blindness for one hour. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I might yeah, go. Completely. I might go. I think I, I, think I want to go. Then. Yeah, you should. You should. Yeah. We should yeah. go yes. together, Ramos. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. We, yeah, we, yeah. we, we yes, get together and, 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 and it's also uh, wheelchair user-friendly as well. Oh. Yeah, so... So there are no steps, no stairs, uh, 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 mostly flat terrain and um, as well as uh, probably some slope once everything is okay. Yeah, drop by, do drop by. For those listeners out there, do uh, drop by at Nyan Poly, we are situated at block 5. And uh, for the main entrance, just turn right up the hill, keep to the left. I guess I'll include a link to Dialogue in the Dark in the description mm. or on Spotify if I can. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah sure, sure. So, mm. um, Ellie, I'm guessing that you are a lecturer at um, Nian, I guess. Am I, um, is it right to say? Or? I, 
Um, no, actually, oh, I not. have <laughs> always been a non-acad staff in oh, educational okay. institutions. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> I started my first job in NUS, and oh. then uh, I I switched to Nian about ten years ago. So all along, I was doing um admissions related. So you know, when your kids apply for a course in Nian Poly, they come to me. Oh, okay. Like the registrar or something. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, so, so I was doing that for like more than 10 years before I switched over to Office of Service Learning. Ooh, okay. Yep. <laughs> wow, wow. There's, a, there's a bit. What, what, make, what, make, uh, you know, what uh, makes you want to change your, your, your job, you know? Um, <laughs> I think because what appeal what was very appealing about Office of Service Learning is um, it's a very meaningful job. Uh, it's not just serving the community, but it also uh, helps students to see the meaning of what they are learning and understand that uh, whatever they learn, um, they are able to serve somebody. So a lot of times when we were students, we don't know why we are studying for. Mm -hmm. And then we always think what we study is like, you know, we, we don't have the motivation a lot. Uh, of the, uh, this, yeah, this but if, if, if you see meaning in what you learn, you will want to do well. You want mm. to do better. Yeah. So, so I thought this is actually a very meaningful job. Yeah. Mm. Actually, th this is a this is a great <laughs> um segue into uh, like from our last episode because in the last episode we actually talked about um how the education system in Singapore like people mm -hmm. um just conform to it and they don't really find the meaning or mm. they they just I mean basically it's a memory test you know from primary school to secondary mm. school only really mm -hmm. when when you enter poly or, or higher institutions then um it's more uh liberal maybe or free thinking there's no real um boundaries in that sense um mm -hmm. so i so my question is actually I've, I've just thought of this is do you think that um how to say this um, attitude of service learning or or your your basically your office is or should be implemented in secondary and primary schools? Uh, yes, yes, I think so. Um, I think service learning is a very good pedagogy um, mm. because it forces students to to uh, reflect on their experiences. Yeah, so a lot of times, uh, you know, we have always been doing things like community service in schools, right? Yeah. And a lot of times these are quite meaningless we just that's oh we see we, it as are, meaningless yeah yeah uh, because um as students we don't really understand why we are asked to do certain things and mm -hmm. if if i re reflect upon my community service experience in the past right a lot of times um the adults they they don't really brief you on you know who you're meeting what you should do why you're doing this oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, so so you just go there and then, you know, like, okay, go and talk to the old folks. Or, okay, here's your tin. Go and collect money. But who are you collecting the money for? You know, and what is this money used for? You know, or, or how should you um, approach the elderly? So, so a lot of times, there's no thinking process in these experiences. And it ends up very meaningless. That's and true. and so mm. so the students don't take away anything, but with service learning as a pedagogy, um, we actually ask we actually kind of force the students to reflect on their experiences, and there's a lot of preparation work before they go to meet the community. Yeah, mm. so so it, it's quite different. Um, uh, so 
so the whole the reflection really enhances the whole experience later on. Ah, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true. <laughs> what you say is just true. So yeah. true. Question. Yeah. Yes. Question. I have uh, a question. Yes. Yes. Uh, and what is the most challenging part of your job? Oh yes. Uh, the most challenging part. Okay, for me, um, it, for me, it's not so bad because I don't really deal. I'm not a trainer, unlike my colleagues who are the ones who train the lecturers to to roll out this service learning pedagogy. So a lot of times they face resistance from the lecturers because some of them have been teaching the same thing for so many years, and now you want them to introduce something, uh very different. different from what they have been doing. It's quite difficult. Um, sometimes the resistance comes not because they don't want to do it, but for them, it's, it's very hard for them to grasp the whole concept. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it's the nature of what they teach. For example, uh, if you think about community and engineering, you at times it's very hard for people to see the link. No link yeah yeah like what, what, why like there isn't this a humanity thing humanities thing right what has it got to do mm. with engineering but actually in fact engineering has a very very large role in serving the community Ooh. yeah because of Wait, all these inventions you know infrastructure mm. and stuff like that yeah correct ah. yeah but it, it takes time for people to see to adopt it yeah so so when my colleagues do the training we can see that some people are very resistant. I see. Because, yeah, because they, they have to link a um the totally very different concepts together. And I actually now that I think of it, it's very true because um I'm I'm in design school and mm -hmm. I, you may think of design um as um uh, like you just do for people only lah. Like you mm -hmm. make things only. But actually there's a deeper rooted understanding of um, it's for people. It's actually for a community. It's for yes. to, to make people's lives better. Um, it, maybe for design, it's um, non-trivial. Uh. It's it's. I mean, it's already linked because we design things for people to make people's lives better. But um, maybe even for things like art or or, or mm. I don't know um, architecture or even I science. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, actually, in fact, our design school is one of the stronger advocates of service learning. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, um, and uh, I have colleagues who lead uh, teams of um, architecture students to places like Indonesia oh. mm -hmm. uh, to, to apply their, their design skills to build wow. uh, things like libraries, um, kindergartens for the villagers. Respect yeah. me, respect. <laughs> yeah. So they they have even went there for a couple of years to complete the projects. Yeah. Wow. They mm. even even after they graduated from uh Port and yeah. Poly. So some of them after their first trip they actually went back again. Yeah. Wow, okay. Mm. Uh yeah, Nanya uh, my school, Nanya Polytechnic also has kind of the same thing, but um mm. I guess we haven't um or my school hasn't um done that as a per school basis like we have one um yeah. giant service learning trip um mm, like mm. you combine everybody and they all go oh wow um okay yeah i mean it's a it's a nice thing but then mm. again there's uh if you look at this it, less like limited slots or stuff like that but actually yeah. it's a good idea to 
um, put it per school like design school okay you guys go on your trip and to make it I would say to make it compulsory will be even better for everyone to go and like must experience this I mean mm. with the added benefit of also like get, getting to travel you know because the you know yep. Singaporean thing go poly confirm got overseas treatment <laughs> yes. uh, right <laughs> but, but with the added benefit of um, that serving the community in another mm. country and also getting to travel the world uh, I mm. think these two things can mesh quite perfectly and I hope yes. I hope I hope that my school does it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> my school yeah, my high school goes <laughs> on like um, cultural immersion trips or like um, design mm. related trips but um, we don't see really a lot of um, helping the community or serving the community in a way even even for um, like local things lah. like we, my school doesn't really do that many community projects it's once in a while it pops up but mm-hmm. it's not a, a compulsory thing. It's a harsh word, but it's not a compulsory thing that for for us to do um, such community things. Because um, we think of it as a portfolio thing. You know, if you got mm. good community service, uh, you got experience, it's a good portfolio thing. And then that kind of um, thinking is quite vindictive, lah. It's a bit like it's only for your portfolio. It's only for your good. And I think. It's interesting how that um, your line of mm. work is trying to change people's mindsets and change and like mm. flip the table essentially, and I think that's quite mm. cool. Yay, wholesomeness! Yes, <laughs> yes, wholesomeness. Oh yeah, yes. we, we, we met our wholesomeness. Yes, got a quota. quota yes, it's it's met. Well, <laughs> actually, a lot of times when we when as a student when we go on this kind of trips or work on this type this kind of projects, right? We we tend to go in with the mentality with like, um, yes, I want to help these people, uh, you know. But actually, at the end of the whole process, it's us getting the help. Because we have deeper understanding of issues, we tend to understand ourselves a little bit more. And and we, we do realize that it's, the whole process is actually very transformational. Mm-hmm. Students mm. really develop over the couple of months or for, for the case of like going overseas within the two weeks, um, they really change. Yeah. So, wow. so actually it's really mutually beneficial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. And, and I guess the, the students are the ones who benefited the most out of all these experiences. That's awesome. Um, Stephanie, you got any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, quite Very deep today. <laughs> Um, um, I was gonna ask Moss a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one place you wanna go and help and design stuff at? Like, where would it be? Um. Okay. So my line of design is visual communication. So it's about a lot of graphic stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I gotta think of it um from a like serving the community standpoint. Um, it can be applied anywhere, really. Um. Yes. What yes. I yeah. What I really want to do is actually um, uh, you know, for like shopping malls or. Um, like buildings of any sort, um, the mm-hmm. visual needs of that place is quite important to people. Um, and in that sense, to me, I would say it's serving the community because I'm helping people to find their way around. And mm-hmm. and with the, I guess with the challenge of um, people with disabilities, visual impairment, um, uh, they might be deaf or hard of hearing, they're in wheelchairs, um, and or like there are amputees or something. I guess I could still utilize my visual design skills into um, that place because I, in a sense, you kind of need to make it equal. 
um, mm-hmm. like you got you want to design a sign, but for the sign, the blind have to know what it is. The um, the the wheelchair people might not be able to access that thing, or mm-hmm. and and I think um my where where my line of work comes in is helping to blend in and make it se- as seamless as possible. Um, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I hope that so, answers so, your questions. <laughs> so, 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 just want to add, uh, I'd like you to elaborate more on, um, you know, helping the, the those, uh, I would say, minority group. You're talking about mm-hmm. disability, right? Uh, most. Yeah. So, just a quick question now. Um, <laughs> I mean, seeing that you, you are focused more on the visual communication, right? Yes. And... How would the blind know where to notice <laughs> yeah. the information board will be at? I yeah. mean, they they cannot see. Yeah. Mm, that that that's a so. that's a good point actually because never thought about that. <laughs> well, <laughs> from from a blind I mean, person perspective. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, you you know it's there. You know. It's yeah, there. I know. <laughs> you know it's there. We all know it's it's there. But the question is, where is it at? Yeah, actually, that that is a good thing. And um, by actually when meeting you and Y E. Um, from who's who's a, a actor in our special project, um, mm-hmm. she, the the both of you have given me a, a new perspective into things. Like when I, cause um our rehearsal space is um in Yishun, somewhere in Yishun, and I have to mm-hmm. get to the, uh, once I alight my bus, I alight into the bus interchange, and from then on I start thinking. I see those like um, what is that? Those like tactile bumps. Markers. Yeah, yeah, the tactile markers on the floor, and I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tried one day to just walk, and it, I mean it's a straight long corridor lah. So I just walk only and close my eyes. Mm. And I thought, yeah, but how do I know which bus <laughs> to go to? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. And, Precisely. And that's the thing that I've been trying to think about actually is how to how do we make that um process of finding easier for people, um, yeah. It it it's it's a it's gonna be a hard thing, but it's a good challenge I think. Mm. It actually surprises me. Like uh, until now, nobody has thought of an app that can guide the blind. In in that sense, uh. in um, yeah. if you're talking about direction wise, uh, or looking at buses, why there is an app called uh, Be My Eyes, but walking uh-huh. around wise, yeah, not really because there will be a delay thingy. Oh okay. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's what I'm it's, it's like if there's a delay, let let. Let's say, for example, you will miss your bus even if it's two minutes late, you know? Mm, yep, yep, so, yep. So, I, I'm wondering, like, from a, from a um, perspective, right? from just perspective, how, how come nobody thinks of all these things up until now? Oh. Ellie, maybe? <laughs> Let you share. No, I mean, because uh... she, uh, you're in liars uh, with, like, with the designer students there, I mean. So, <laughs> I I I I can I can answer lah, but uh, let Ali answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I don't have an answer for that as well. But we always tell students like, if you want to do something for the community, the first thing you must know is what does the community need, and mm. not what you want to do for the community, because sometimes um. You, you know, students do have very good intentions, but there are times where because they don't understand the community needs, they end up wasting a lot of time and resources on building things that are not useful. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Building things that look so nice but not useful. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you're going to think about it and be like, 
um, pessimistic about it. They're, they're building it for the obviously for the people who can enjoy it the most, lah. Um, I mm. as a designer, the majority, lah. I mean, as a <laughs> as a designer, in that sense, it's quite it's selfish. Um, I don't deny mm-hmm. it. It's selfish sometimes. I do design things that I want to design, and obviously to put myself out there and build my name. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, in a in two ways, it's not wrong, but also then why are we not thinking about the the people who can't enjoy it, you know? And yeah, it it I think it's been a ch- a struggle, a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, the balance is too, yeah. Yeah, the balance, but then again, the world isn't really balanced, so. <laughs> like... Do you honestly think that society is to blame for for all this or not? Because if if only people had a different perspective of things, maybe it would be it would be different. Hmm. Ellie, you got a thought on that? Mm. Well, I I think yes. Um, as a whole, if the society develops into a more caring one, then some of these issues could be overcome. But I I I don't think we can overcome. Every issue that we meet, mm. yeah, because there to I mean, in all honesty, there are some things we can never overcome. Yeah, <laughs> okay, just like yeah, you say, true, just true. like you say, life is never fair. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But, but I, I guess a, a a more caring society will definitely help a lot. I I mean the same thought with Ellie as well because you know um, it's impossible to really uh solve. Every issues that's in the world, every major, major or minor uh, issues, um, is is really impossible. But uh, actually, as, as, uh, yeah, actually, but, I don't think it's a more caring society we're looking at. It's a more um aware yeah, society. Yeah, I would say aware. Mm. Mm. But yeah. you see, but because you see, if if people are more aware. There will be more caring, isn't it? I mean, it works hand in hand. To to be to be a caring society, you need to be aware of the needs of uh, the minorities as well. So I think, yeah. uh, that's why you need to be more. So I think the, a caring society will be the uh, fight, the end point. Uh. But as way. we all, yeah. But so, but as as we all uh, been you know been been educated, <laughs> already educated that the thousand points along the journey, not the end point, but the. <laughs> <laughs> Along the journey, <laughs> uh, just quoted someone. Okay, never mind. I mean, okay. Uh, Ellie, in case, yeah. in case you do not, you are not aware. This the, the I, I quoted someone, uh, someone that we all know, all we know of <laughs> the three of us. Know. Okay. So inside jokes, inside jokes. Uh, no, actually, yeah, good point. Actually, it, link, it links perfectly into what Ellie does. Um, I think, um, trying to get students up at a young mm-hmm. age to, um, know the meaning of what they're doing in to build and eventually to garner that um, care in them and the awareness in them um, because if they know what it means you're going to be aware of it I mean if you know what TikTok means you're going to be aware of it if you know what <laughs> my, my, if you, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean like if you uh, yeah, obviously yeah. in TikTok <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but if you, if you know whatever you're I, doing means yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think we are trying to move the students from being ignorant to being aware and from being aware to being able to empathize and care. So, yes. so it's like like different stages. Lah. Yeah, because I, I, I guess being aware is important, but sometimes being aware doesn't mean you take action. Oh, that's true, that's true. Yes. 
Yeah, I can be aware, but I'm apathetic. <laughs> so, so that's why we we always emphasize on reflection because when you reflect, um, you tend to be more empathetic. Mm. That's true. I, yeah. I, I mean, of of course, there are students who don't just care. simply don't care. Yeah, <laughs> to put it bluntly, it's like it's not my problem. Yeah. I just want to get this uh. module over and done with, and that's fine. I I mean, Mm-mm. we can't convert everybody. But uh, if we can get some to do great things, that will be wonderful. Okay, we're back on that's education true. again. But um, <laughs> do do you do you think that um, oh my god, this this education thing is gonna go on for the rest of the series, isn't it? I think it's 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 a major point in Singapore. What? Oh yeah, it is. Mm. It is. It is. Um, yeah, yeah, not but, only Singapore, but at least it's around the world as well. Because again, um, everything starts from I know or, or the roots. Thing is uh, education because you that's know true, you learn something true. when yes. you're young when you're born you need to learn how to eat you need to learn how to you know so so educate you need to uh, the uh, the adults uh, elders educate the young so yeah I think education is the and I I, <laughs> yeah, I of think, all things yeah Ellie yes I I guess it's not um now of course traditionally it's always the adults educating the younger generation but Mm-mm-mm. as these students in their teens. You know, when they learn about all these things, we also hope mm. that they go back home and share it mm. with their families and friends. True, yeah. true, yeah. true. So true. because if if they are able to, if we are able to make them, or at least you know convert them into some very passionate advocate, they will mm-hmm. be influencing the people around them as well. That's yeah. true. So so it's like this ripple effect that we hope, you know, that that we can achieve lah. Mm. I mean, uh, this is a very bad sideway. But if you look at it from another angle, it does look like a. Sorry, everything just <laughs> fly over it. I know, I know, mine too. <laughs> so if if you look at it from another point of view, right, it does sounds like multi-level marketing, isn't it? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay, come on, come on, come on. Let's 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 face it. Let's face it. Let's let let's face it. I mean, one teach ten, ten teach ten more. Then the ten more teach ten more. Is it multi-level marketing? <laughs> I mean, if you have to look at it from another angle, uh. <laughs> so so I mean, I mean, I, I mean, mean it is. Wouldn't wouldn't parenting be MLM also? <laughs> yes, it is. So you <laughs> your see, parenting, you, know, you teach your I, kids. I, I believe in. I, I believe everything in this world. I mean, come on, you 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 market you uh uh you know you market the skills. To to someone and that someone got interested and then they share with someone and then they got interested. That wasn't they share with. Got so interested. Basically, everything in the world is multi-level marketing, lah. YouTubers, lah, my MLMs, Instagram people, influencers, lah. My God. Okay, don't don't please audience, please don't take this into <laughs> the wrong context. Oh, yeah. 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 But, yes, but but if you think about it, your family tree is multi. Very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 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 Oh my Their neighbors are relative or whatnot, so it is kind of like a so this multi-level marketing thing just popped in my mind when Ellie mentioned that. <laughs> so sorry. So listeners, don't 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 bring this out of context. Yeah. Interesting thing. So example instead, as in like 
what goes around comes around lah. So like don't use don't use business lah in in terms of life ma. Walau. Hidayat, hidayat, hidayat. Never fail. Oh, yes. Never fail to do this. Uh, well, actually, um, Ellie, I don't know. I don't know if your office has thought about this before, but if you were um able to, how to say um. Or did to develop a I don't know a curriculum or I don't know, a, I don't know a, a strategy for primary and secondary schools to do the same thing that you do in poly. I don't know how how will you guys go about doing it because I think, um, well, this this kind of education in primary and secondary schools is really where it should start, and mm. to to go back on that point of um you know Singaporeans being ignorant, it's true Singaporeans mm. are very ignorant um. Mm. I know, but I'm a hypocrite because we all are Singaporeans here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, Singaporeans are ignorant, and we talked about yes, general yes. education in the last uh, episode, and I think it links perfectly to this because, in general, <laughs> um, like the education here doesn't really um teach us about um helping people or thinking about others. I mean, it's very lightly brushed on. In primary school mm. and second, um, in second, mm. yeah, and in second school, it's very lightly brushed on. Like if you go on a trip to the old folks home and the start of the year, and then the rest of the year is study, 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 study. So people forget about it. Um, so I don't know how how would your office go on about uh, implementing this in primary and secondary schools? It to to a greater extent. Um. Okay. Just, this is just my personal opinion. I'm not <laughs> okay. representing my yeah. office or anything. Um. Um. I think. What I have observed right now is um, the education system is a little bit different from at least my time. Mm, um, <laughs> so, so for example, my nephew and nieces when they were in childcare, right? Uh, they do visit um, old folks' homes, and and you know they do do a big sale to raise funds and stuff like that, mm. uh, which is good. I I I think it's good, but. Um, what I find lacking is the understanding of why they are doing things. So when my niece first told me that she went to an old folks' home, I was I was actually quite happy to know that. But when I asked her about the experience, she was like, "Oh, well, I don't really like to go there, you know, that kind of thing." And I realized that actually it's because she doesn't understand why she's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and she felt a little bit uncomfortable. Because she's meeting a bunch of uh, strangers who are Mm-mm. old, and you know it's not people that she she's used to interacting yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I thought that the pre-trip preparation of these kids mm-hmm. done well, it could jolly well be a very meaningful trip for them. Yeah. And so and then. Mm, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Can I get again? Sorry, sorry. But there, there are also examples of uh, very uh, that I've encountered. Um, there was one group of primary school students who were working with this social enterprise. So this social enterprise basically um, they hire uh, teenagers with uh, intellectual disabil- disabilities to make ladder craft. And what what the teacher did was she actually worked with this social enterprise to get the students to um, uh, sell the craft, okay. And after that, they donate the money back. Okay. 
Yeah, wow. so, so the students have an understanding why they are doing all these things, selling things, and then after that, the money, what is the money used for? The money is used to serve another community mm-hmm. to do good. So, so there was this very good understanding of the whole process. And, and, and I thought that was very impressive. And that's a primary school, you know. Wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was a second school of poly. No. Wow. No. Okay. So, so actually, a lot of things can be done at a lot of levels if you plan it properly, But I, I guess in 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 our educational system, there's not much time. True. Yeah, because so, we're so, so focused. Yeah. Yeah, teachers must be reading. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if if the system can accommodate such activities give the teachers a little bit more time to do this kind of thing and the teachers willing to do this kind of thing that would be great mm, okay uh, moving on touching based on that subject yeah, uh, early, um, would it be I would say uh, fair I guess uh, if we use service learning as a subject or a level subject Optional O level subject. I, I don't think it should be tested. I mean, I mean, I mean not not uh, as as in test as in you know oh, okay. to paper wise, but uh, that. Oh, it's a graded the, thing. The, uh. Yeah, yeah, it's a like competitive competitive thing. Yeah. Okay, this is exactly what we are doing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we are giving grades not on how well the project will turn out. Mm. Well, on how yeah. much you've learned, is it? How much you have learned mm. and how much, um, how how much you have put in, mm, mm, how 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 you ex, um, how you experience the whole project, not how, not how well you do in that project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if that makes sense, lah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so a lot of times yeah. we are willing to take, or or we are prepared for, imperfect projects. For example, for example, let's say an uh, engineering project and they're supposed mm-hmm. to build something for the blind. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we have to be realistic. It's only a time span of about three to four months. Mm-hmm. You cannot it's accept a, a commercial product or, yeah. or even something that works. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, yeah. could, it could probably jolly well be uh, ending at the prototype stage. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so we have to be realistic and um, at the end of the day, the students may not deliver what they promised, mm-hmm. but it's the whole process of doing it. How have they done it? What they have? What have they done? Mm-hmm. When they met met failure, what have they done? You know that kind of thing. Those mm-hmm. are graded, but not not like the final project. Oh, you didn't deliver. You, your your product didn't work. You fail. That's not mm-hmm. the the criteria lah for that. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. so I was thinking maybe is it possible to make it into a primary as well as opiate, uh, secondary subject based on uh, what you mentioned uh, I think I mean, poly I mean, is, is okay is... Yeah. I, I'm but... not very sure you know because I'm not the expert in this area yeah. but from what I, I see is that uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of human interaction right. yeah, yeah. For, for, for this pedagogy to work so at a primary, at a secondary school level, to roll out, you know, mass to so many students, a class of forty students. 
I mean, I mean, every day is uh, like a, a just an optional subject they can they can take lah. Yeah. I mean, no, no, it's a no, it's a compulsory, a okay. mandatory subject. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hey, one more in secondary school because honestly, when you're in secondary school, you're an asshole, ah. <laughs> wow, that's true. <laughs> Like, yeah, maybe you, we you don't have the maturity yet. Your maturity level is not there. <laughs> it won't work. Yeah, okay. but again, but again, you see, you see, again, you are dead because you are not mature, and and that is result of you know um you are not exposed or you are ignorant of your surroundings. So maybe with this thing as a uh, as 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 a as option. No, you can actually broaden your your mentality as well and uh, mature your mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, so, I, I, yeah. I was thinking then. Well, to me, actually, when I look back at my primary and my primary and secondary school days, it just seems like the school was trying to fill a quota of some sort. Like they yeah. had to do it, forced to do it. Yeah, and 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 that's the question. Like, why why is this had to why? Why? Why there must be a must? We must do this, as if we are forced to do something we don't want to do. It's not mm-hmm. a choice. Yeah, know? yeah. I, I, I think these kind of um, community outreach projects. I mean, I think it's what it's called now. Um, mm-hmm. it has to be le- led by the school. Like the school wants to do it. And yes. the, like the 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 leadership or the school or the executives or what have to agree that it's gonna benefit the students and we and we also need to let them know why they're doing it, not because not because the government told the school to do it or the school wants to do it yes. to look good, because mm. it really sounds like that when you think of it in Singapore lah, and it's horrible because when you think of schools in Singapore, it's just oh good grades, good grades, uh, good must be a study, must good score, but that lacking of community outreach and that care and awareness of society is lacking because the school just treats it as a quota, as a uh, have to do it. Then the teachers also feel the same because uh, have to do it. So I'm in the I pity the teachers lah that because the school also doesn't maybe um. They just really dump it on the teacher, <laughs> or or something like that. I don't know, but from from yeah. me, it's what it looks like. Yeah, I agree. I I think you bring an important point. Uh, the the leader who is leading the project, be it the teacher, the principal, the lecturer, must have a strong conviction, because if you are if you are unwilling, it actually, uh, rubs off the student. You see. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you lack like passion, right, the students can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and, and in the end, the students don't learn because you are not willing to to help either. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, like like I mean, clear clear example. You have a math teacher, and the math teacher obviously likes maths. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he he or she tries their best to give their students that same loving of a subject, and. Mm. That I guess there's a there's a whole another conversation about why, um, we only barely touched the idea, but why do why why is it different for this kind of um social awareness and societal problems kind of subjects, um I don't know is it because we are Asian, <laughs> uh, and I mean Asians in general I feel are like that like, kind of self centered and a bit narrow minded, conservative lah. Um, but that's because of tradition and stuff. But obviously, there's room for there's a whole ton of rooms for 
um change the change of mindset and um why is it not happening now is a really something that we need to talk about um i think especially in singapore because mm. it's just not happening fast enough or the community does not get um or the the group of people who actively do this type of things are not getting enough light um and time to 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 share their work lah like i mean mm. easy case the government they can like share light on like the budget for 2020 but then like or oh, like the budget for each year but then where's that spotlight for community projects or outreach i mean there is but mm-hmm. it feels again to the from the government but, it feels <laughs> like a quota like oh, i have to um yeah so so you're saying so you're saying that there's not not much exposure is that what you're trying to say um yeah essentially mm-hmm. singaporeans don't get mm-hmm. really much exposure um it, actually if you know like okay you go on facebook right and then you see like all oh, mm-hmm. these problems in america and then you think back oh singapore not like that right? so it's okay yeah, right? yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Do you guys agree? I, I'm sorry to say this, uh, I love this country, but I think we live in a box. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do. I, I think we do have some form of exposure, but it's all very superficial. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you always, you always see the sensationalized news, right, of this poor family, and then, yes. and, and, you know, those, but, but a lot of times when the news, um, when when they are on the news, people tend to think these are exceptions, but actually mm. there are a lot of cases like that. Mm, it's just true. that it's not picked up by the news. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So our understanding of all these issues tend to be very superficial, because there there's not enough of exposure, and also uh, I I guess there are there are times where people don't know how to approach these these subjects as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I- a good example, Chinese Asia, you know, they always do that, like, they help this one family, or they help this one person. But why Correct. is it, to me, is why is it always one? Why? What makes this person so special? Is it because they present themselves good for the TV or something? I don't know. It's, um, it's a very... Yeah, the most jala of the bunch, most, that's why they, they got picked, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm okay, you can, say, you can. I'm sorry to put it this way, but then that's a fact. The most talent of the bunch gets picked and put on TV, and then like you know, people say, "Oh, so poor thing." I I know but, what but, they're trying to do. But but you yeah, you, you see you see Stephanie, there's also another reason, is that uh sometimes they give a misrepresentation of what's really going on. Hmm. Yeah, like for example, right. this, oh, yeah, like for, yeah, like for example, like it could be it on either like either the 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 subject or the director itself because, uh, I myself uh been in one and the director asked me to do something that is not normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like uh, uh to, to the extreme end of of that's what uh, uh Stephanie aptly put it the most chala <laughs> thing for me to do, and and uh, and and. That's the director's uh, side, lah. But mm. it could be also from the subject side. I mean, uh, the the one that is being portrayed. Uh, mm. there's one one person that I I heard of on uh, in, on the TV in the t- on the TV is that uh, is that the person says she's blind and she need people to bathe her, oh. off her, okay. which is uh, and 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 she need people to 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 help her uh uh around. Mm-hmm. But she didn't really specify that she had, uh, she's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. 
Okay. So th- this is is really a misrepresentation of mm. of what's really going yeah, on. They cut out some details that maybe yes. she said that we don't mm. know. Mm. Yeah, and and it's either it's either the person uh the the the, the one that's uh the subject uh, uh fault, or it could be the director's fault lah. I mean the director uh specifically cut off that uh that maybe she she didn't mention it, but the director cut off the part where she mentioned she's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. So it's really a misrepresentation. Yeah. I- Yeah, I feel like most of the time. Maybe go to the question, right? Mm. Like, how um, like, when can you tell them that you don't want to be misrepresented? Uh, no, I think you have the right to say that you don't want to be misrepresented, or do you just follow through? Uh, actually, I have a quick thought because I think what happens is that most people, when for Singaporeans, lah, or TV channel, channels is uh want to film you, right? You like, oh, okay, 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 everything okay, man. Um, not saying that there is no right. There is a mm-hmm. definite right to tell them, uh, to not misrepresent mm. you, to to um say this thing about me. I don't want my name to be brought out, or I don't want you to talk about this. Um, but I think because it's Singapore, um, that how to say? Hang on. My, there's an aeroplane. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's a lot of planes flying over here. Even though we are locked down, ah, uh, very strange. So okay, how, okay, okay. How, how, how lucky we are to hear an aeroplane. <laughs> no, um, uh, as I was saying, like, I I think it's because we are so mesmerized by the TV. Then we just like, oh, okay, okay, can everything can. I don't know, Ellie. Ellie, what do you have any thoughts on that? Hmm. I I think a lot of times it depends on the angle that the producer of that that feature is trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's I we have to take it with a pinch of salt lah. Whatever we watch on TV or or read mm-hmm. in the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but again, uh, so if you say take it with a pinch of salt, so then uh, question is, how do you know which is real and which is exaggerated <laughs> or yeah, which is being misrepresented? Actually, no. Then no. Actually, Hida, there's a very simple answer to that, and mm. Ellie's been talking about this constantly. Is making them making people know, um, and understand what's mm-hmm. going on around them, and know Precisely. the meaning of. Um, the things that they do, lah. Um, whether bad or good. Um, I only I don't think it applies to only service. Um, learning. Um, it applies to a lot of other things as well. You need to know uh, the repercussions and stuff like that. Yeah, Ellie. Um. Yeah, I I think um, yeah. with social media and stuff like that, that there's so much information. So it's, I I feel that it's very important to. Don't take everything wholesale, lah. Because there's always a, a another side to the story. Yeah. So sometimes when we read the news, then we get very angry with certain things, right? But then <laughs> a couple of days later, then there'll be another side of the stories, you know, from oh from yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it remind me of the two hawkers. <laughs> By the way, and guys. Yeah. Past the 14 minute mark already, yeah. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, I know. Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have a we have a quarter of a time that uh forty five minutes uh, uh time see. limit uh. yeah okay. yeah initially it was one hour then we bring it down <laughs> no 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 it's okay uh yeah but he died you were you were saying no two hawkers what was it about 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so what happened is that uh, on, there was a, I think it was a, they, these two, two hawkers, they forgotten to wear masks. Oh, no, oh. no, sorry. These two person, they, these two person, they uh, forgot to wear masks and they, they went to the supermarket and they got uh, so-called condemned by members of the public. And it was later found out that uh, they're actually hawkers and, 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 and that uh, their suppliers didn't bring their items to them. Yeah, I'm not sure whether I'm not, I'm not sure whether it's true or not. But do hawkers wear masks when they are when they are you know they cooking have to. or they have, they have to, right to. Now? Yeah, they yeah. have to. They yeah. have to. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So 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 Especially so. Now. So 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 they they actually were in a rush actually. Uh, I I, yeah. I I'm not know they need they, they do have have the masks at their place, but because uh, the suppliers forgotten to bring in their supplies. To them, mm-hmm. they 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 are in a rush to to get items from the supermarket. So, uh, I think it's kind of like slip the mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, lah. So so they got they got condemned for it, <laughs> which is quite sad actually. I mean, if if one in in, in yeah, you know in a rush, they don't usually able to really think straight. They only need to think yeah. or remember the objective they have in mind, which is to buy stuff by the supplies. Yes, and get their yeah. place ready as soon as possible, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that's that's about me. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to make into the education? What's the what the question? What what will this episode title will be? Actually, <laughs> I I, already, I thought about it. I wrote it down. I I just put what the community needs. Mm. And I think we've covered it already. Like what what it needs, what um, it needs, huh? Yeah, what the community needs. I think that's a good title, and it's a very wholesome episode. Um, so if you guys have, uh, you guys have anything to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. No. How about our guests? Let, let's ask our guests. Yeah, Ellie, do you have yeah, anything I'm you wanna shed light yeah, on yeah. or share about? I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, this is the time. If there's nothing, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess everyone stay safe and stay at home. <laughs> Yeah, two weeks yeah. more, isn't it? Two weeks more. Mm, uh, two weeks more. Please, yes, it's two weeks more. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We never know. <laughs> but please, make it two weeks more. <laughs> yeah, don't drink that. Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah, two oh, weeks more. Okay, just, just okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes. Uh, we we are publishing this out on Friday, right? Friday, yes. Yeah, this coming Friday. Oh, I don't say this coming. I said today. <laughs> I should be saying today because it's Friday. <laughs> Today, yeah. So yeah, so to all the Muslims out there, yeah, yeah, Selamat Hari Raya. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, it's Hari Raya yes, Sunday. Sunday man. Yeah. Yeah man. Um, it's gonna be a different Hari Raya this year, but. Oh, yeah, well. By the way, yeah. guys, did you did you forget we're missing someone today? Ah, uh, I know. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Oliver has. Yeah. Uh, is busy. Oliver has been walked down with homework. Yes. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, sad. Yeah, so we have one more, one more get, uh, one more host actually. Mm-hmm. His name is Oliver. Okay. Yeah, uh, he he's the shy one in the group, so he he rarely talk. Do you rarely notice oh. him? And then he would come up with, huh? <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> and and he come with the most awkward uh, uh, statement sometimes. Like for example, we're talking about one thing, and he will talk about uh, what Animal Crossing out nowhere. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a popular game, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that um. Actually, um, I think we all agreed on uh, this. Um, we're actually taking a break, um, for the for the next week. So after mm-hmm. this Friday's post, um, next week we won't have any. So sorry, but we're gonna just gonna take a short break and 
I don't know, recalibrate ourselves a we'll bit. We'll miss and you guys. Yeah, we'll be back. Don't worry, yep. we'll be back. So this is the last episode for now. The time being. Yes, for the time <laughs> being. Okay, so um, thank you, Ellie, for coming on the show today. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. It's been a really thank good you. conversation. So um, <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Uh, see you in a while. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.